Hey everyone, this is Kiana, your host of Q for Christ. And I want to say thank you to everyone that has liked, shared, comment, subscribe, whatever you've done. I am so thankful. We are grateful. And the thing about it, when God chooses us, we are special to Him because we are able to share the goodness of Jesus Christ with Him with others. So we want to get up here and just say thank you as well. Today, have a special day. We are going to let you know a little bit of background about my co-host, Darlene, Elder Darlene, Sister Darlene, Auntie Darlene. I want to let her tell a little bit about herself, how we met, and how we're here. I want people to know exactly why we're doing this. It's amazing how God places people in your life. So I am going to stop talking. I am going to let Elder, sister, darling, minister, Harper, go into a little bit about herself. How you doing okay. today, sweetheart? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, and thank you for having me on to do this. I really appreciate this opportunity to get on and introduce myself to our guest. Well, you look beautiful, you. darling. <laughs> thank you, and you so, you so, you so as well. So, yes, my name is Darlene. Harper. I am an elder here in New Beginners Christian Center, Jacksonville, mm-hmm. North Carolina. We were prior military for 16 and a half years. My husband and I are originally from Detroit, Michigan. We got together in matrimony at 19. And, you know, as life has gone and taken us from North Carolina to California, back to North Carolina again, We reside here on the East Coast and just really loving the planting of the Lord that we've been experiencing for the past five years. So we are here and this is where we have been. And I am grateful for uh, being on this podcast with Miss Kiana. And Jacksonville was our original starting point. But like I say, we did end up going to 29 Palms and that is one of our duty stations. And that is where Miss Kiana and I met. It was a, a, a great, fateful day when we were on our street. Our residential area was barren. There were only it seemed to us, from what I could see, only three homes filled at the time. Uh, there may have been another person down in the end. It was the the street wasn't filled up yet, and then the name of our street was Roadrunner. Roadrunner. That, that meant something at that particular time. It, it meant something to each of us in our, in our on our own way. But I just remember going out that back patio door and seeing that we had a playground on there and I looked out and I saw another black female with the kid I said (laughs) what right let me go outside and say hi and so and so come to find out she lived right next door Mm -hmm. and just talking to her and she was warm person a normal human being I mean being removed from your place of comfort being removed from everything that you knew she was such a warm face at that time and I just it kind of felt like a hug like everything is going to be okay right you know right and it did kind of feel like that for me too because I'm telling you when we got out there I was looking like okay what 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 have we gotten (laughs) ourselves into out here in this in this desert all this (laughs) <laughs> dryness and and what those things that roll across the ground the what is it the hay or whatever 
I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't think of the name of them at the moment, but though it's a place where we discovered where road runner runners are real. Oh, real. <laughs> real. Actually real. <laughs> Not just something on the TV. That on cartoon. <laughs> but we're grateful for, for being in this time and space because we're no longer running on the road from the things that God has called us to. Exactly. And that's why we are doing this podcast together. There are some things that God has given me and some things that God has given her. And it's really a time for that to collide. And we're at this intersection where we're meeting with media. We're meeting in, in conversation. We're meeting right. in the things of God and just being able to share these commonalities, you know, of everything right. that God has taught us through this lifetime. And, and it's good. It's really, exactly. really good. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, when I met you, we started out, like you said, on the playground. That was what, some 15 years ago, almost. <laughs> they were like five. I think they were in kindergarten at the time. <laughs> and they both just turned 20. So, um, yeah, was somebody, <laughs> like 15 years ago, like, wow. And, you know, I have a bunch of sisters. If you know me, you know that I have a bunch of siblings. And now we have grown from just friend that she's my sister. And trust me, I don't tell people they're my sister because I got a bunch of, like, literally eight sisters, I think. Like, blood sisters. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one of the the things that I can say. You inspired me to do a lot of the things you might not know, but you you gave me inspiration. But I remember one time when I was doing the cheer coordinator thing, you was like, well, I see you on the board member here. And and I'm like, Mm. really, darling? Like, you see me Mm. on the board member here at 29 Proms? But I was going with the grace at that moment, you know, so... Mm. But tell me a little bit about how God called you into ministry and how he got you into the place where you can say yes, you know? Oh, boy. (laughs) So, well, that is definitely a very full uh, and and long explanation. I, I can just say that in the beginning with me and the first gift that I realized that I had was because he revealed it to me. When he revealed it to me, I was already in the action of doing it. I didn't know it was something that I was actually called to do mm-hmm. because it was so convincing, so persuasive. Right. And there was no doubt. There was no doubt that this is what I was called to do. And this right. particular gift that I'm talking about is teaching. So not only was I understanding that this is what I was supposed to be doing, it also showed me that God is a God that knows how to speak to his children. He revealed himself to me. And so I began to learn the rhythm of his sound, how he communicated to me, the vibrations of his voice and, and everything that he was communicating to me, however small or big, I began to understand what that was. And even when I struggled, he never failed in making the connections for me. There was a time where I didn't know which direction I was going to go into. And this is a time when I was in um, Oceanside at Camp Pendleton. Uh And I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And he made it very clear to me, psychology, um, that is what he wanted me to go into. He just has his ways. I mean, it's sometimes a whole encounter. Sometimes it's just him repeating himself. Either way, you know, he makes it clear. And I'm just grateful for that. 
earlier on though, I will say sometime after I became a minister at the age of 23 is when I knew that we were going to be doing this for our lives. We were going to be doing ministry. It's a vocation for us. It's career for us. It's a part of our lifestyle. Right now, we are not currently pastoring. We don't have a particular flock, but we are definitely in a place right now where we can learn, grow, be humble, and get more that God has for us. The cool thing is, is that he always knew what he wanted to do in me. And Mm -hmm. it took some living and some trust and faith to really see what what that actually is is panning out to be. So it's actually been since I've been back here, after being obedient to leave California to come here, it's only been within this last five years that I knew for sure that I was going into media in some way, form or fashion. There was a message about, I think it was a New Year's Eve night, which is our anniversary, by the way. And yeah, and the minister was talking about the mountains of influence and media was one of them. And when he, wow. when the man said media, it just hit me like a shower of, I mean, I can't even describe it. I just, it just hit me like right in my chest. And I wow. knew that everything I had been thinking before coming up to that point, that was the moment where I knew, okay, yeah, this is something that I'll be coming into. So from being called into being a teacher, functioning in a leadership role and as clergy member, these kind of things, just like in the Bible, it has been a place, a time, a moment where I can give a name to it and right. say, yes, I met the Lord here. He met me here. He introduced right. himself to me here and directed and guided me here. Even this mm-hmm. morning, he confirmed to me that he will be guiding me in the things that I'm doing. So let's mean let me know to stay firm wow. standing on his teachings. And he just mm-hmm. reassures us. So that's good. That's just a little bit of background. That's so good. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know that about how he had told you about the media. Like I'm telling you the day that I was deciding on doing a podcast last year, I was just laying in bed and I kept thinking like, who can I get to do this with? I knew so many people at home. Of course, I know I got plenty of siblings that probably would have loved to get on here or, or whatever, but I mean, your name came up in my head like a light bulb. It was like, darling. And I sat up in bed and I said, yes, darling, just like that. And when I contacted you, you was like, I was just praying on something about like this. And I'm telling you, that's how the Holy Spirit is. And when Mm. you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, (laughs) you just have to be like, okay, And he makes everything happen. And a lot of people, like you were saying, he would give you that confirmation on things. And that's how he'd been doing with me. Just confirmation after confirmation. And it is so crazy. Like you said, the mountain of influences. That was one of the questions that I was just speaking on yesterday about the mountain of influences that have influenced me to do this. And that's pretty cool. So, and so, um, and that's one reason why we're here and how we got here. Now, when I yeah. came with you um, about it, what were your thoughts on it? Like, did you just kind of be like, yes? Or, <laughs> you know, did you have to kind of pray on it? Did you have to like, you know, Okay. Just- well, so for me, I'm not going to say I'm not pray on it kind of person. 
I'm definitely one of God's children that is like, I see the opportunity and I'm going to run and go. So, and I think it's only because he was already beginning to build a drive, beginning to build within me that direction and, and knowing, okay, so by the time you came along, it's like, let's get on this ship together, you know? So like for me, it probably was going to happen in some form or fashion. And I would have had to move in that according Mm -hmm. to the word faith without works is dead. So he, he, he's definitely looking for us to, to put some legs to what, you know, he's saying, put some legs to those words and that kind of thing. So when you came along, I didn't have a question because my thing is, I feel like God just knows us. He knows his mm-hmm. children. He knows how to bring things to us. And, and, and it wasn't a time for a lesson. It right. was a time to move, move, you know? And so that's kind of like what the grace that I was getting when it came along with that conversation. It wasn't, I didn't get a caution in my spirit. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a, hmm, let's see if this is something that I need to, to right. partner with or get involved with. It's like, oh, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> right. You know? Sort of like when, you know, Elijah came and put the cloak on Elisha. Yeah, and he's like, totally. okay, all right, let's go. Let's go. You know, let's do this thing. So I get it. I totally get that, you know. Right. And that so that was pretty comforting. It, it really just took out the the fear of it all. I'm like, I mean, I, I didn't get any hesitation at all. And really, even so far, it's definitely just been something that has furthered the drive and the and the encouragement. I could tell that it was going to be something that added to what mm-hmm. he was doing. And I think he knew that I'm in this place of my life where that he could do that. And I mm-hmm. just go. It's not like I'm learning to hear his voice. I know right. his voice. And so everything that he has, basically, that's what I was saying. Everything that he built up so far mm-hmm. that I would just be like, all right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. That's good. Because I know that sometimes when people bring stuff to us with just being natural and human, we kind of question it. Right. But when it's God, it's like, okay, I got to go. And, you mm-hmm. know, as I tell you about certain things that God put on me, it's like, okay, I got to do this. Like, I can't wait because procrastination is the devil. Okay. <laughs> and I know a lot of Christians and a lot of people have that procrastination spirit being that we want to wait for the perfect moment to do anything. It's no such thing as a perfect moment. You know what I'm saying? You have to step just like when a baby is learning how to walk, we have to step and sometimes we fall. And I know it's been sometimes where I don't got to the point where I'm tired and you'll be like, let's do this. And I can thank you for that, you know, writing down things and making sure that I stay on track about certain things. And I was telling you earlier, I love to like, just kind of jump off things off of my head, even though I don't rehearse it in my head, but I'm going to change it up in my head regardless. But with you, um, it's like God know how to put the perfect match together. You're like, let me write this down. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me just talk. And so that's the perfect match. That's how God is when he is doing things. He will send people to you that will be the perfect match for you to make sure the the purpose get done, make sure the calling gets done, make sure somebody get touched by what we say or what we do. And that's the beauty 
of us putting this podcast together. I know it's going to be some trying times. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Just like earlier. And I can tell everybody now earlier, my internet just went out. We were already, <laughs> we was in the middle of this. And then the internet goes out. Those are those things that we have to be prepared for. God already knows what's going to happen. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my goodness. So yes. We have to be like, okay, let me, and, and not give up. And the main thing is not giving up on the calling, what he tell you to do, not giving up on your purpose and your destiny. Our destiny is eventually trying to get to heaven, but our destiny in life where God wants us to go. And that's the beautiful thing about when he matched you up with people. The main thing is that God has really matched me with people that are important to my soul and necessary to my assignment. And I love the way he does things. So, yes. but, <laughs> but are there anything um that you want to see that to happen with this podcast that we can further get out there. So I think the way my heart and my mind works is that I like to meet the need. There are so many needs. There really are. And with my understanding that each woman, each person really embodies a solution an answer for Mm -hmm. a group. So Each of us have an audience, really, and together we have an audience. My desire is that the true messages that we have reaches those who um, really need to hear it. Exactly. I'm more, if there was a nozzle on the water hose, you know how when you get your water hose out there Mm -hmm. and it has the different settings, it's got flat, jet, shower, Mm -hmm. For me, I feel like I'm more jet. So for me, I think more a little detail. So what really brings me joy is truly the ministry of discipleship, actually. I really like being able to walk out life with people, uh, more specifically women and young women and even younger women, if need be, but really to share and give what the Lord has given me um, in, in, in my life. So And to really just be a vessel, a conduit for Holy Spirit to pour into them specifically what they need. So I think for me, it's just finding that niche, uh, what really being able to locate and pinpoint our audience, receive feedback from them and um, just see the development and growth and relationship with those out there in the world, because we're looking for them and they're looking for us. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it is. Some people have been waiting for us to get this in our spirit. Like, you know, I heard that it's people that are waiting for us to realize who we are. And once we realize who we are, we can get the message out that God has given us for those people. So that's what it is in a nutshell, is us realizing who we are in God, us realizing that we have our calling and us realizing that we can go without it being perfect. We have to move Mm. and God is going to supply us with all our needs. Um, You know, just like when he told his disciples to go out and don't take nothing. And most people be like, well, I got to pack. I got to get some money. I got to do this. And I got to, you know, make sure that this, this, and the third. But God said, no, go. You know what I'm saying? And everything that you need will be supplied. So that's where I am now. It's like, I am just going. And whatever God wants to happen is going to happen. And I believe that 
that revelation that you have about that is is mm-hmm. is one of the main reasons why the Lord connected you to me because that is what's really impacting this part of my journey mm-hmm. is to just being able to see that I need to go. He called me. He came by here and told me to follow him. I'm going to leave mm-hmm. everything and follow him. Right. And to just see that in action is. It, it does more than what words can say. You mm-hmm. see a person moving in a revelation. It's an example in the earth. So it's right. like, I can do this too. And, and that just speaks back to what we were saying about people uh, looking for us being here because we've already overcome and endured so many things already. Right. So they can see what we've been through so far and they can see what we're still going through right. and where we're headed. So that's exactly. why this is like, it, it, it can't help but be impactful. Right. Exactly. It's impacting us. Exactly. (laughs) You know, like I said, like I told people, you know, when since I was on the Fear series, I've been blessed by it just as well because, you know, this is something that has impacted my life for years, even as a grown-up. So that's so good. I am so thankful that you are here to do this with me. I don't think I could have chosen anybody else that <laughs> cool, to take this journey with i am so thankful and i just want to make sure you know how thankful i am what though but all right i'm not gonna hold you any longer so well anyways i wanted to just you know say thank you to everyone that has listened everybody that's going to listen you know you can find us on youtube facebook on instagram you can find us on buzzsprout you can find us on what at spotify we're gonna be on apple everywhere um at q for christ so all, right. all social media so you can be able to find us you can like you can share, you can comment, you can subscribe, you can do all of them and make sure you leave your feedback. That's something that's so important for us because we, I just want to make sure that we are able to reach out to everyone. If you have something to say, we want to make sure that we we're getting back with you all. So, all right. Did you have anything else to say, Elder Harper? Oh, thank you so much for everybody coming on and listening to the podcast. We have uh, great content coming forward and we just look forward to being able to serve you in our next conversation. We hope to see you then. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful day.